Welcome to the Library Love Fest podcast. I'm Virginia Stanley. I'm Lainey Mays. And I'm Grace Catanolo. We are the library marketing team at HarperCollins Publishers. We bring librarians and great books together. The new year brings new offerings from our podcast. The first episode of the month will have book presentations, author interviews, voicemails from librarians like you, and more. And our mini episode halfway through the month features our Library Reads winners. Don't miss our winning author's acceptance speeches. Welcome and enjoy the show. Book Buzz, HarperCollins Book Buzz. Check it out. Book Buzz, HarperCollins Book Buzz. Brought to you by Library Love Hi everyone, it's Lainey from the Library Love Fest team. I'm very excited to come back for another Library Reads episode. This is our October announcement and we are so excited. We have three titles on the list and a Hall of Fame author. Um, Every time we get these, we're ecstatic, but uh, we've had, we looked up and we have now had 13 consecutive months on the list, um, several books within those lists, but 13 months. Um, That's amazing. So thank you all for voting. Thank you all for paying attention to our books and reading and loving and going the extra mile to vote for them. I know our authors are so excited. This is our episode where we feature the author's gratitude through acceptance speeches. And we have audio from all of the authors. So we're very excited to, to get to that. But just as a refresher, if you don't know about Library Reads, Library Reads is a list of 10 books each month voted on by librarians, and that's the top 10 books of all the books published in that month. Um, Votes go in the first of the month prior to publication, and whatever month they're published in, that's the month that they're eligible for to win for the list. And after you vote, they, they tally them up, and they tell us confidentially before who made the list, and we get to... Um, we get the great honor of telling our authors and it's so exciting. And then now we are doing this thing on our podcast where we get acceptance speeches because they don't really get a lot of two-way communication with that big news. So we uh, give them a little platform. So this month, without further ado, we have three books on the list. We have The Leftover Woman by Jean Kwok. We have A Holly Jolly Ever After by Julie Murphy and Sierra Simone. And we have The Hurricane Wars by Thea Gwanson. This is so exciting. All three of these books we have done something for in the past, either a video or a uh, writers to watch. We featured the author. So you have so much bonus content to learn all about these books if you didn't get to read them yet. So click the show notes because you're going to want to find out more. So congrats to all of them. And we're very excited that Tessa Daly's Wreck the Halls is in the Hall of Fame. So that's so exciting. We're just aesthetic. I'm so happy. Um, So congratulations to all of these authors and let's hear from our first author, Jean Kwok. Hi, this is Jean Kwok and it means so very much to me for my new novel, The Leftover Woman, to have been selected for library reads by librarians because you guys hold a very special place in my heart. I'll tell you why. I moved from Hong Kong to New York City when I was five years old. We were very poor. 
We lived in a rundown apartment that didn't even have a working central heating system. There was ice on the inside of our windows all winter long. I started working in a clothing factory in Chinatown along with my parents, even though I was just starting elementary school. I didn't do well in school. I was always sick because of how we lived and where I worked. And I didn't speak a word of English. In class, when I didn't know what to do because I didn't understand the directions, the teacher took my piece of paper and wrote a big red zero on it. It was also partly my fault because I didn't tell anyone what the truth of my life was. I didn't have the words um, and I was also afraid. So what was my salvation? My local public library and the lovely librarians there. My library was a place of safety, of warmth. It was clean. It was welcoming. Um, it was filled with kind librarians um, who kept bringing me books. And, you know, all the books I owned as a child came from those literacy programs. In fact, the first time the librarian asked me to choose a book, I tried to give it back. So it was in the library that I discovered how much I loved to read and learned to speak English. I mean, I am almost definitely sure that I would not have become an author um, without my public library. So I grew up to go to Harvard and Columbia and eventually became a writer who's deeply concerned with issues of immigration, poverty, identity, and race, like in The Leftover Woman, which is about two mothers, two worlds, and one impossible choice. As you may already know, in the book, a young Chinese woman mourns after being told her baby died shortly after birth. But when she learns that her daughter had actually been given away by her husband to be adopted by a wealthy American couple, she follows them to New York to get her child back. That The Leftover Woman was chosen for library reads now, when books and libraries and librarians are under siege, is especially meaningful to me. Girl in Translation was my debut novel. It's read in schools around the world and is being challenged in school libraries. I started to write a defense. Then I heard from my many librarian friends about how difficult their lives had become. In the end, I flew from the Netherlands to Pennsylvania to defend our right to read freely in person. In closing, I would not be who I am without librarians like you. From the bottom of my heart, I thank you. Oh, that's so wonderful. You know, that video is so powerful that Jean did. She went all the way to Pennsylvania and stood up and defended the right to read. It's a really lovely sentiment. So if you have a chance, look that up. Jean is so lovely. She came to ALA and did all these events and she just, I don't know how she does it. She does so many events and she's goes, goes, goes. She works hard to get this story into everyone's hands. And then when it is, it's just such an amazing read. 
And uh, as you all know, because you all voted for it. So thank you, Jean. Thank you for sharing those stories with us and uh, for writing these stories and for being so so open and, and kind of sharing your, your background and those voyages to the library. Okay, next we're going to hear from Julie Murphy and Sierra Simone for A Holly Jolly Ever After. Hey, I'm Sierra Simone. And I'm Julie Murphy. Thank you so much for featuring our new book, A Holly Jolly Ever After, in the October 2023 Library Reads list. We are so excited. Julie and I actually used to be librarians. In fact, I think we both had the shared experience of sneaking in some words at the information desk while we were supposed to be helping patrons. Um, we loved being able to help patrons find their next favorite read. We loved being able to walk patrons back to the stacks and put a book in their hand and know that they're gonna walk away and have a great weekend reading. And so we are just so excited to have uh, to be on the other side of that coin and to have a Holly Jolly Ever After potentially be that book for some patrons uh, to just be a silly, happy little gift uh, to give patrons before you know a long weekend or a long week at work. Uh, we also want to acknowledge that librarians right now um, are in kind of a tough spot, but uh, librarians are doing a lot of really important work inside of their communities. Um, and so we just really appreciate that continued advocacy for stories, for writers, um, for the work that storytelling can do inside of communities. Um, and we're just incredibly, incredibly thankful. And uh, we see you guys and we support you guys. And thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, we actually had these two authors on our Writers to Watch event. We did co-authors in conversation. Super fascinating and uh, a super fun read. So check it out. Thank you, Julie and Sierra. Okay, next we are going to hear from the author, the debut author of The Hurricane Wars. So Thea. Hi everyone, Thea Guanzen here. I am so, so honored that my debut novel, The Hurricane Wars, was selected for the Library Reads Top 10 list. I come from a little country called the Philippines and I infuse a lot of my heritage into this book. So it means the world to me that library staff throughout the U.S. saw that, appreciated it, and thought that it belonged on their shelves. This is really special to me because when I was still in school, I was a lonely little kid and the campus library was my refuge. I still remember being bullied and generally feeling like an outcast in grade school, so I'd go to the library during lunch break and read all the Nancy Drew books. Looking back, that was one of the things that set me on the path to becoming a writer, having this safe space where I could discover all these stories, all these other worlds, and escape from real life for a while. The library was what fed my imagination as a kid and inspired me to write stories of my own. And because I read a lot, I also ended up becoming proficient in English and having an ear for how to play with the language, which was a huge help later on in life in this increasingly globalized world of ours and in my current career as an author. It was also in the Filipiniana section of the school library that I first read the literature of Filipino revolutionaries. Their essays and their stories and their poetry, and I learned more about 
my people struggle against colonialism and dictatorship. Not just the bare facts that we were taught in the classroom, but the soul of it, and what freedom meant and why it was worth fighting for. This was the experience that made me realize that libraries are the archives of history, connecting us to past perspectives and helping us navigate the present. After I graduated college and started working, I would still have these periods of loneliness, and I always thought about how nice it would be to have somewhere where I could just sit and read. Unfortunately, outside of a school setting, we don't have much by way of library culture here in the Philippines. We do have some facilities, but access is an issue nationwide, along with lack of funding, lack of awareness, and not to mention the poor state of the facilities themselves. Very few people, if any, just drop by the public library for the heck of it here in Manila. And this is why I think that your library culture there in the U.S. is very special, and it is something that should absolutely be preserved and advocated for so that it continues to thrive for many generations to come. It's been a long, long time, and I've forgotten the names of the people who bullied me. But I will always remember my school librarian, Miss Carol, and Miss Opet, the woman who cleaned the floors and dusted those shelves that I loved so much. Rest assured that if you work in a library, you have also touched someone's life in this same way. I want to salute all the library staff listening in for jumpstarting and maintaining people's interest in books, helping us discover reading materials that we would normally not have access to, and providing a place for lonely little kids and lonely adults. Thank you for voting for the Hurricane Wars. Thank you for this enormous recognition. The power of stories cannot be underestimated. It's more important than ever during these troubled times. And I'm so happy and grateful that you're here boosting authors and making sure that our stories are read and that they endure. Oh my goodness. Wow. That was so lovely and such kind words. It's really interesting to hear also, you know, how how our library system may differ from others and what we should really hold on to that is really important to us. Um, maybe people will take it for granted. So also I love that the running theme on all three of these audios were the power of librarians. We've had some librarians speaking from College Alley Ever After. We've had um, librarians that ha in the thank you speeches that have changed our author's life. So another shout out and thank you to all of our powerful librarians doing the hard work every day to keep stories alive. And then last we have Tessa Bailey. Hello, Library Reads listeners. It's me, Tessa Bailey. I just wanted to come on and say thank you so, so much for making Wreck the Halls um, a pick for the Library Reads Hall of Fame. In October, it, it like really means so, so much to me. Um, this book, it really just filled me with so much joy to write it. And um, it makes me so happy that librarians are excited for it and putting it on shelves and recommending it to readers. Um, it really is just so invaluable to me and it means the world. So thank you very much for giving me this honor and um, happy holidays, uh, even though it's a little early. And um, I hope you enjoy the book. Thank you so much. I mean, it is early for the holidays, but I think the gift that keeps giving is this read. So uh, early present for yourself. Thank you, Tessa. 
I'm just going to read quickly all of the previous library read selections that Tessa has. Fix Her Up, Love Her, Lose Her, Tools of Engagement, It Happened One Summer, Hook, Lion, Sinker, Secretly Yours, Unfortunately Yours. We, You have a huge backlist. Like I said, the gift keeps giving. So you can read Break the Halls and then you can go back and keep reading if you haven't. Or if you're a fan, look for the next one. She has one coming out early next year. I'm excited for that one. Um, thank you, Tessa, so much. And thank you to all of our authors. Congratulations. It was such a big deal. And you know what? We're going to keep going, looking towards next month. If you want some reading recommendations, go to our blog. We have a list for the November list. If you want to know more about Library Reads, you can go to librarereads.org. And I think that's it for me. I'll sign off and hope to see you next month. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Library Love Fest podcast. For more information, go to librarylovefest.com. Enjoying the show? We would love to hear what you think. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at Library Love Fest, on Instagram and TikTok at Harper Library. And you can always give us a call and leave us a message. You might end up on the show. That number is 212-207-7773. Be sure to rate and review us and share the show with a friend. Until next time. Thank you.